The Blurry Lines of Life. It's another episode of Leaning Toward Wisdom, the podcast. Greetings and welcome inside the Yellow Studio. My name is Randy Kentrell. I'm your host here. The website is leaningtowardwisdom.com. It is Modern Tales of an Ancient Pursuit. Coming to you from Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. I appreciate you clicking play. Today is September the 9th, 2022. My sister's birthday. I have one sister, six years older. I won't divulge her age, but you can figure it out. When I was a kid growing up, folks would reach 65 and it was considered the age at which people would stop working. I guess companies once ordained that, okay, you're 65, you're done, you're finished. It's over for you. And now that I'm 65, it just feels so wrong. It doesn't really feel congruent with the way the world works today. You know, I look at old photographs of my grandparents when they were still in their 50s, and man, they seemed old to me at the time. And I look at those photographs today, and they look old. They look old. Even through the lens of my 65-year-old eyes today, those pictures of people that were younger than I am now, but they they looked older than I feel like I look or frankly my peers look i mean never mind that they were a full decade or more younger than i am now and not only did they look old they acted old but they lived in a world where peers did look and act in different ways than they do today i'm glad that you clicked play i hope that you find um, some inspiration some resource some value as you are journeying in your own lean toward wisdom. I'm not real sure how to properly define the lines of life, uh, but I can tell you that mine seem to fall into a few different categories. I've talked about these before. Spiritual, mental, relational, professional, financial. Now, there's nothing really absolute about these. Uh, those are just some of the words that come to my mind spiritual, mental, relational, professional, financial. Uh, you, you can draw as many lines in your life as you want to. I'm still reminded of that that book by Marcy Albohor that talked about the slashes behind our names and the sla- the, the first the thing closest to your name is likely, you know, kind of the important thing and then they they morph on from there. It's not that the others are not important for instance randy cantrell husband slash father slash grandfather that'd be one way to look at it the slashes behind our name because there's not just one kind of a title one kind of a label that you could really affix to your life or to anybody else's life that would just okay well that just that just sums them up I put spiritual up front because, well, eternity changes everything. 
And that makes our spiritual life the most important part of our life. Spiritual is the priority, so it spills over into every other area of life, as any priority would. Uh, I mentioned mental next because for me, um, like spiritual, it, it really overlaps all the others as well. It encompasses feelings and beliefs, so it does include faith, and it includes the inner drive. You used to talk about motivational speakers. They really more are inspirational speakers because motivation seems to me best defined as that inner energy that we bring with us to get anything done. It's not something somebody can give to us. What they, what somebody can do is they can inspire us, but I don't believe people can give us motivation. That's, that's the energy that we have to get out of bed in the morning or not. It's hard for me to get up. Well, I wasn't hard for me to get out of bed this morning because I, I didn't go to bed. Yeah. It was one of those nights, but it's the energy that we have, the inner energy that we have to go pursue what it is we hope to accomplish. Then I mentioned relational and relational matters because, well, that's all of our interaction with other humans. It can be our closest relationship, like a marriage. It can be our most casual. I've got some social media friends, people that I've never met in person. Well, there's a big difference in those relationships. The relationship with a woman that I've been married to for umpteen years versus somebody that I've never met. But yeah, we tweet back and forth occasionally. And maybe we do jump on a Zoom call once in a blue moon but it's still relational. And frankly, without that, there is no influence. There's no impact on other people. It, I sometimes think, man, wouldn't it be great to just go into the wilderness somewhere and be disconnected except to people that I really want to be connected with No, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be because then you wouldn't have any influence. You wouldn't have any impact on, you wouldn't be able to help anybody else. I mentioned then professional, I'm, I'm really only thinking of what we choose to do to earn a living. And then I mentioned financial. There's a reason I think I mentioned that last because I think it's our relationship with money. It includes the decisions that we make with our money. It includes where we spend our money, how we invest our money. It includes how we earn our money it, anything. It includes anything, everything involving our money, but it also includes in, at least in my mind, it includes our stuff. It includes those things that we have used our money to purchase. Those are just a few of the lines that I'm thinking about as I hit the record button today. I don't profess that that's all of them. You may have a very different list, spiritual, mental, relational, professional, financial, it seems to me that the lines in my life, or if we want to look at it as buckets, uh, the activities of my life can fit into one or more of those areas. But I'm thinking about the lines between who I am and who I most want to be. And that really is what provoked me to hit record today. I'm not so much thinking about these categories of life as I am thinking about this line, this distinction between who I am versus who I would like to be. And I don't mean that 
in the sense of, well, I want to be somebody completely different. I mean it more in terms of who I am versus who I most want to be, to be the better me, a better version of who I really am. It is the person I'm working to become. It's the whole point of leaning toward wisdom. I'm thinking of other lines as well. I'm thinking of past, present, and future lines. We've all got a past. That past has contributed to help us be who we are. And all of our choices, well, the choices you're making right now, they are going to impact who you are going to become. They're not just impacting who you are. They're impacting who you will be. So as you can see, our lives are just filled with lots and lots of lines. And it's easy, I think, to understand how these things can become blurred, right? Sometimes it can be really hard to distinguish between some of these lines. I don't know why I wrote this, but I did. It's always about the money. Okay. Not always, but often I know that's cynical, but I do think it's most mostly realistic. Uh, regardless of our age, money is the ever present elephant in the room. And even though I mentioned financial at the very last of my list, I do realize that it, man, it just so permeates everything. Doesn't it? I am not saying that money matters above everything, but I am saying that money is a preoccupation with almost all of us. And yet we mostly will acknowledge it is not the most important thing, but you wouldn't know that. Would you see to me, that's one of those blurry lines where universally we kind of sort of say the same thing like, Oh, money's not the most important thing. And yet when it comes right down to it, yeah, we kind of sort of make other declarations that it is. We spend the greater part of our lives earning money or trying to earn money. It makes all the headlines. I mean, just yesterday, I think it was the, uh, Dabo Sweeney, the coach for Clemson, you know, he got some big 10 year contract that is at least the value of the contract is the most, is the highest coaching contract i think they said ever find that hard to believe but who am i and we see those things and and we we kind of care about it um the nfl started last night and i was watching and one of these you know one of these gambling one of these gaming kind of kind of platforms has hired kevin hart who i find incredibly funny by the way to do their spots and it's some million dollar thing. And he's like, you know, a million bucks. He's like, you know, I mean, I would have to, I don't know. I, I would have to tell one joke to make a million dollars. <laughs> and then at the very end of the spot, he's like, okay, I'd, I'd have to tell half a joke to make a million dollars. We do absolutely have a preoccupation with money. And in many cases, it's, it's just a lusting it's a it seems to me it's just a lusting for the money. I will kind of commonly when money comes up or somebody brings up a salary and they'll say, you know, well, I'm, I, I really want to make this much more and I'll say why. And you'll just kind of get a deer in headlight stare sometimes. Now, sometimes people do have very specific things that, that they want to do with money, but 
and this is purely anecdotal evidence, but in my questioning, most of the time they don't have an answer. Most of the time they, they just want it because they, they'll talk about how they feel they deserve it. They'll talk about how long it's been since they had any kind of a significant raise or anything like that. But that really doesn't speak to, okay, well, why do you want, and I completely understand that money can be viewed as a certificate of appreciation. You heard this. It's old certificates of appreciation. I don't doubt that. I'm not, I'm not disputing that. It's just, it's interesting that people can think $20,000 more a year. And I, I need to make $20,000 more a year. Why? Other than the fact that you think you're worth it, that $20,000. Okay. Whatever your tax rate is, deduct that figure out what the net will be. And now that net amount that you will take home, what are you going to do with that? What, what will that do that you aren't currently able to do? I, I would say easily 90% of the people can't answer that because they really haven't thought about it. And yet they're preoccupied with money. It's just interesting to me. I was talking with Rhonda this morning we were talking about some folks that, you know, with this real estate craziness, some people who have sold houses, bought other houses, uh, some people who've made investments in rental property and so forth. And, and we were talking about some folks that we knew that had, had made some transactions, had sold some things and had gotten some money and some of the things that they were doing with it. Now I'm going to be the first to tell you that what other people do with their money is none of my business. And I don't care. I don't have a vote in it. It doesn't matter. It's their money. They can do what they want, but it's just interesting in this, as we're leaning toward wisdom, it's interesting to observe what some folks do, uh, with money, you know, whether it's, whether it's buying the Harley whether it's taking just some insanely expensive European vacation, it's just interesting to me. I, I just, I, I just look at it with a bit of curiosity. I, I'm not really judging. It, it certainly isn't what I would do with the money. It's just interesting to me what some people do choose to do with money. And it's particularly noteworthy to me, as we're talking about these blurred lines, it's interesting where people are in life, not only just their age, but maybe where they are, where they are in just other areas of their life. You know, what, what are their relationships look like? What is their marriage? Are they married? And there's just an awful lot of variables that, that go into this. Hey, I'm old. I'm old. I, I've had no telling how many conversations with people about money and luck and timing. You know, I can give you a qualifier. I've only had a few conversations with people who were chasing a dream, uh, in the arts and performance areas of life. You know, the, these folks that really, it's not so much the money, it's more the fame. It's more wanting their work to be seen, to be heard, to be experienced in some way. But since I started out in small business as a teenager, most of my conversations have been with people who mostly wanted money, not fame. 
more money than they currently had, more money than they were currently earning. And so I, I, I've long thought, you know, preparing for your time to come means preparing so that you can at long last make more money. Nothing wrong with that. I'm ambitious. I was ambitious. I'm still ambitious. I'm just acknowledging an elephant in the room for a lot of people. And I completely understand how logical this all is because we need money. We all need money. And most of us need or would like more of it. You know, okay. Not all of us need or want or crave fame or notoriety, but money's kind of the universal thing, right? And a lot of people will equate fame and notoriety, influence, power, authority with more money. So more money just seems to be the universal uh, pursuit than probably any other pursuit. I could be wrong. You know, I've made confessions in the past here to you how there are many days that I feel as though my worth is based on dollars. I know that's not true. Intellectually and logically, I know that that is not true. But emotionally, sometimes it can still feel that way. It's, it's a feeling. And I bring that up because it's, a, it's an exact example of the blurriness, the blurry lines of life. I mean, there are tons. There are tons of, of, of blurry lines. And I'm wondering today, out loud with you, obviously, if blurry lines... Do they have to remain blurry? Do you think that we're able to maybe clear some of them up if we just put in sufficient work? For instance, the person who cannot tell me why they want to make $20,000 more a year other than the fact that they deserve it, uh, they believe it, it is owed to them. But what are you going to do? What, what, what impact is it going to I get that it can validate that the organization values you more, but you know, I mean that, that too seems blurry, doesn't it? I get it. I get it. We, we want affirmation. We want encouragement. We want validation, you know, to sit here and to think, well, I know I'm valuable. Yeah. Well, do you? <laughs> Well, I would know it more if they gave me 20 grand more. And then you're like, okay, so $20,000. Why 20? Why not 30? Why not 40? Why not 50? Why not 60? Why not a hundred? And about now is when people look at, well, now you're just being unreasonable. <laughs> Am I? 20 is reasonable, but 40 is not. How do you know? Huh? And of course, then there are all those conversations, all of those conversations with people who find out too little, too late, walk in, lay the resignation on the boss's table. And all of a sudden the coffers just open up, especially today. It's really curious. These people that they couldn't find any money to, 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 to give you anything other than the cursory three to 5% increase annually. And now, you know, now that you're fixing to walk out the door, well, Hey, now hey, listen, we, 
we've got this title over here and we got this position over here and we got this pay package over here and we got this compensation package over here and this benefits package. And you're like, wait a minute. And I'm still fascinated by the people that fall for it. I'm still fascinated by the people that, that that will get them to stay. It's like, wait a minute. You do understand, don't you, that you've been working for people who've been lying to you for a long time. I get it. It's a game. Come on. It's business. I understand it. But at the same time, there's another blurry line. It may be business, but it is also personal. It is very, very personal. I don't know that we can eliminate these blurry lines. I I think a lot of lines, they can appear clear for a while. And then all of a sudden, man, they're just completely out of focus. I, I can only relate what, what I'm doing and see if this helps you at all. As I look at these lines, clearly some of the lines are more important than others. And clearly some are less important than others. Now they all have a degree of importance or else they wouldn't exist. So it's not like, okay, well, these don't matter at all. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I mean, let's just take my list spiritual. Well, it matters supremely mental matters, supremely relational, supremely professional again, financial again, they all really matter. Are they equally weighted? No, they're not but they are all important and they are all kind of put in the big mixing bowl, this, this gumbo that we call life. And and they do, they do make us who we are. And so whether we look at these as categories, whether we look at these as lines, however you choose to look at it, I'm looking at them as lines today because of the blurriness that can sometimes, sometimes happen. In spite of the fact that spiritual is the priority, I'd love to tell you that the line of that is never blurred. That is, I don't ever lose focus of it, but I'd be lying to you because I do. I can lose focus on any one of those things. Any one of these lines can become blurry for me. And that simply is a metaphor for losing focus, losing focus. How do you maintain focus on that many lines? And I'm not saying that I've given you an exhaustive list, but that's what five spiritual, mental, relational, professional, financial. I mean, how do you maintain focus on five lines? It's difficult. Welcome to life. You know, it's the ebb and flow of life. Sir Ken Robinson, he was brilliant. He was witty. He was extraordinary. I'm sad that he's gone. And if you've not read his books, you should, especially his book on finding your element, the thing that you're good at, the thing that you most enjoy. And I bring that up because it seems to me that the blurry lines of life can be combated somewhat. If we can find our element, if we can, if we can find where we fit in coaching leaders and executives, I have long argued and I, I believe it with every fiber of my being we all have a worldview we all have a perspective of life but more specifically we have a perspective of how we fit in life where we fit how we make a difference or whether or not we feel like we do make a difference we are all in search of congruency we are all in search of 
making sense of the world and making sense of our place in it, which is why I think his work on the element is, is really important and would that it were that easy for us to decipher and figure out it's not, but so many people I think are struggling with these blurry lines of life because they're not able to focus on those things because they are not able to really tell their story because they don't know what their story is. They don't know how they fit in the world. They don't know where they fit. They don't know how they make a difference. Many people are wondering, am I making a difference? Do I make a difference? Well, I'm not here to judge whether you're making a difference or not. I'm here to tell you with, with all the confidence I can muster, you absolutely positively can make a difference. Now, whether you are making a difference or not, and of course we are working under the assumption that when we say that we're, we're implying making a positive difference. Well, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. You may be making a negative difference. Many people are, many people are living their lives foolishly, selfishly, uh, embroiled in all kinds of bad behavior illicit behavior, immoral behavior, sinful behavior, and don't care. Don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do what I want and I don't care what you think. That's great. And that's wonderful. And you can certainly do that. The problem is you can't do that and be a positive influence in the world at the same time. You just can't. It's impossible. None of us can. You're no exception. So where's your place in the world? Well, if my place in the world is to simply do what I want, live my own life, do whatever I want to do, no matter what anybody thinks, no matter what anybody feels, no matter what impressions are made on other people, no matter what influence or impact I have on other people, I can do that. I can certainly do that. We've all got that choice. You're just not going to be able to resolve the problem. You're not going to be able to resolve in your head or in your life. You're not going to be able to resolve the issue of the blurriness of the lines. The lines are never going to be anything but blurry for you. Your whole life is going to be one big blurry line because you are not able to construct a good story because you're not living a good story. You're living a horrible story, a selfish story. You can do that, but it's a road to nowhere other than negative influence, negative impact pain, suffering, hurt, but you can do it. Lots of people do drugs, alcohol. It's a big deal. It's a really big deal. And lots of people succumb to those things all the while making declarations that everybody else is against them and the whole world's against them and they're victims and they're this and they're that. And it's, it's the story that they're telling themselves. It's just one big blurry line of victimization. And you can certainly do that. It's not profitable. It's not the way to go. You're not listening to me. If you're living that kind of a life, cause you're not trying to lean toward wisdom. You don't care one thing about wisdom. You only care about yourself. And now you see why relational is kind of a thing. It's kind of one of those categories. It's kind of one of those lines. So how can we, this story, this, this, where we fit, this congruency, this, all of this mishmash of stuff. Well, it's for us to decide. We talk about it quite a lot here 
and for good reason. The story that we are writing is our life. This is our life. Yesterday, the queen, the queen of England, after a 70-year reign, she passed. She passed away. She was 96 years old. I mean, it's historic. Well, you know, her, her lot in life, you could say, well, that was kind of preordained. And based on the way the monarchy in England works, I suppose that's a fair characterization. But as queen, she still had an incredible amount of latitude of how to conduct her life, how to behave, how to live, how to influence. Oh, I don't know her. I only knew what I saw in the TV series, the crown and things that I've read, but she had a lot of choices. Admittedly, she had many that were preordained, pre-made for her because of her lot in life, but perhaps you did too. And perhaps I did too. It doesn't remove the freedom that we have to be our own people and to write our own story. There's limitations for all of us. You could think, man, queen of England, right? I mean, opulent lifestyle, Buckingham palace and the whole bit. And yet you can think about this conversation and you can think about these lines in life and yeah, but there's an awful lot that she couldn't have done. <laughs> there's a lot of things she couldn't have done differently, but even within the confines of whatever her limitations were, there was still significant latitude for her to be her own person. And that's the point. You don't have to be the queen of England. You don't have to be wealthy. You don't have to be this. You don't have to be that. And it's, this isn't one of those, listen, you can be anything you want to be kind of a conversations. This is what kind of a human do you want to be queen of England or no Elizabeth could have decided as a young lady to have been somebody different. And as she grew older and matured in her role, she could have yet decided to be somebody different still and still be the queen of England. She made her choices. History will judge her as it will you. And as it will me, what kind of people do we want to be for me? When I think about the blurry lines of life, I think about the lines that I absolutely positively do not want to be blurry at all. And those are congruent with my story. So that if I go back to the slashes behind my name, Randy Cantrell, Christian has got to be first. I'm just telling you how it rolls for me. Is that line always really clear? Mostly. Yes. That does not mean I live up to it. It does not mean that I always behave as I should. It does not mean that I make every decision wisely. It does not, but it's the aspiration. It's the occupation. It's the vocation. It is the thing that matters the most. And from there, the other lines, I don't, I don't overly concern myself with, to be fair. And you can say, well, how can you not? Well, because if you're going to embrace being a Christian, well, then I'm necessarily going to be the husband I need to be. 
I'm necessarily going to be the father that I need to be. I'm necessarily going to be the grandfather that I should be. I'm necessarily going to be a provider that I should be. I'm necessarily going to be the steward that I should be. I'm necessarily going to be the employee or the servant helping other people that I should be. So I don't worry about the blurry lines of life so much, but I do worry about this story. I do worry about where do I fit? How can I make a difference and how can I maintain the focus and the consistency and the motivation, the energy to get up every day and to be determined to keep the lines just as clear, as clear as I can keep them so that I can benefit other people. Well, as we wind our way away from the Yellow Studio 2.0 toward the Yellow Studio 3.0, I'm hoping that line, that blurry line of life, grows a little bit more clearer. And it will, Lord willing. We're working on it. Working on it. I'll divulge it as it becomes clearer to me. Hard to divulge something you don't know yet. Happy birthday to Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, September the 9th, happens every year, Lord willing, so there's that, Lord willing, later in the month, my dad will turn 99. Life is just marching right along for all of us. Thank you for clicking play. I appreciate you greatly, 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 greatly. I hope that you'll tell a friend about the podcast. LeaningTowardWisdom.com is the website. My name is Randy Cantrell. Greetings and welcome inside the Yellow Studio. Studio.